This podcast is sponsored by Fearfit. Fearfit is a UK and Australia based brand that provide high quality weight vests and training apparel built for performance. Heavily focused on mindset and building an inspiring and motivating culture of athletes from all around the world who share their story and make you believe that anything is possible. You can get uh, money off using discount code PLUGSGOLF10 at www.fearfit.com. Again, yep, yep, this is a good one. I can sense it, yeah. It felt like it when we recorded it, yeah, yeah. It was a nice early setup here. We had a good guest on, mm-hmm. spoke to him on Thursday, last Thursday, Thursday last week, and it's a ruddy good um conversation. Shall we start off by addressing the elephant of the room? The elephant of the room is that we're in a different room, we're in a different room. We're in a different room. It's your room. It's PGHQ for the first time. Yeah, this is the first time in PGHQ. The, the debut, the PGHQ maiden episode. Yeah. And uh, I like it. It wasn't recorded. Uh, our interview portion wasn't recorded in here. Um, oh, no. Uh, this is the, the first segment mm-hmm. um, of many to come, I'm sure. I, I should think so. Yeah, I think this is... The new setup. We've got these nice new chairs for everyone that's watching on YouTube. We've got some pictures behind us, a drawing of Tiger Woods done by Callum Swearhand, mm-hmm. uh, a signed picture of <laughs> Dustin Johnson, John Daly, and Ian Poulter. The signatures do look a bit suspect. Yeah. Okay, printed. They're fine. Uh, up to my left, but right on the screen. And I'm going to try to flip that because that looks weird. Yeah, I've got a bucket list of hundreds. Uh, golf courses to play before you die and a bucket list of 100 craft beers so I think uh, we'll probably start our way through the craft beers so I know which one we're more likely to finish it's complete yeah this one yeah. The craft beer one. there's oh there's some ridiculous ones on here we're just, we're, we're just not going to Singapore to play golf and we're just, just not, not going to have a bay Augusta well, that's a shame yeah it is but we just won't no no I'm not going to I just can't seem going on a golfing tour of the yeah. world yeah Singapore, yeah, Wales. Um, what you got to drink today, Cal? Uh, for the more for the audio listeners than the video watchers, um, this now this segment is for now, isn't it? Yeah. I suppose segment. It's going to be a long one. Yeah. Um, Cobberg cherry rum and diet coke. Yeah, I'm on the uh, I'm on the soul. Bottom of the soul tonight. Oh, no cheers. Mm. Yeah, that's better. Yeah. I don't know that caught on the microphones, but it was a cheers. We clinked. Mm-hmm. Did you watch any of the golf? <laughs> Too much. I got t- t- bored of it in the end. What was it? Last week's episode, you were t- talking through the um, the match play sort of element, and I'm not gonna lie, it sounded like oh, what a welcome cha- like change. It's it's. Different, we can watch it. We like playing match play, yeah. like watching match play in the Ryder Cup and whatever. Mm-hmm. But when it comes, I don't know, maybe it's the fact that I didn't really have, I don't know, I couldn't get in any rhythm whilst watching it. Yeah. To start with, I was thinking, oh, I'd rather follow one, one oh, match. Group, yeah. But then, when we start to do that towards the end of the tournament, it was so slow. It's so slow. That's, that's so the slow. problem. Like, especially, they were sort of saying on the commentary, especially when you get down to the sort of nitty gritty of the of the tournament. Mm-hmm. And it makes sense, you know, it's yeah. not a slot on the players it's, or um, no. or, or the, the broadcaster. Or, yeah, it's, but it, just as a viewer, I was like, oh. Because it's so, thing. because it's so, um, because it's so sort of in the head match play mm. at that level you're sort of trying to one up your opponent opponent with every shot or whatever I think that's where it becomes a bit tedious for me it was a bit definitely and it's a, it, it just made it like especially on the on on Sunday with Billy Horshaw as well as he played it was the 
it was the uh, sort of stepping up to the shot and then taking a step back and then doing that whole pre-shot routine again and it was a bit like oh just, again just not a slight on the player no just hit the shot but as, as viewing I sort of I then lose just a little watch bit golf and just the time it took I mean it went on till one yeah. o'clock here didn't it all yeah, pretty much um, yeah I enjoyed it I what I watched as much as I sort of say oh it was this and yeah, yeah. I, I enjoyed it I, like you say it was a nice welcome change from the sort of generic stroke play it's nice to sort of see a different format that we do play once again it, yeah maybe we might go out which as of today yesterday as a, at the point of release we can we haven't we, we haven't, haven't got anything no. in the book I have yeah, we're playing Friday I don't know when I'll be playing football's also back mm-hmm. and I'll be playing Sunday yeah um, but yeah I see Wellington your club non-members 19th of April and we'll try and get something in yeah I'll try and get something in for that weekend if you want yeah that'd be nice even if it's just the two of us that'd be good yeah I think so get me back out of there yeah I think so get out and play yeah we've got a good episode today yeah definitely we really spoke, good one we spoke to uh, Davis Jones mm-hmm. and um, I'm not going to go too much into it because I don't want to spoil his segment but it's a good conversation I enjoyed it yeah well, I really did I really did I'm liking this season so far how it's shaping up yeah no we've got some good guests lined up as well for the next couple of weeks mm-hmm. um, we've got to actually fill the space haven't we yeah we've, next we've, episode, we've had to move around one of our uh, well not a drop out just a change of day drop out from this weekend yeah but We'll have to figure, figure something out for this weekend, but I'm sure we can. We've certainly uh, worked on shorter, shorter term. Mm-hmm. Sort of, yeah, sort of like, oh, figure out what today. to do. Yeah, um, but um, no, we've we had a good, really good chat on Thursday. I just saw you eyeing up a, a golf stick. Yeah. I yeah. spotted you. Yeah. Do you want to tell everyone what it is? It's my new putter. I would say you've been naughty, but it's a, it's a good investment. It's a savvy investment, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, so I've gone... It does. It does get mentioned in the bit with Davies, but I think Davies, Davies, Davies. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Davies. Um, <laughs> uh, I think we'll allude to it now a bit. So I've gone for the TaylorMade Spider FCG putter. Uh, I measured up against my old one. My old one's actually thirty-three inches. Oh no! How are you? I, I honestly, I don't know. I don't know how I didn't have a bad bat. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well, that's not the wrong shit putting, but this is 35 inches now. It's got the short slant for anyone that's not watching. Um, and it's got the uh, tailor-made Super Stroke 1.0 pistol grip. Um, so it's a thinner grip than what I had before. I had the, oh no, not the pistol grip. It's the, um, I don't know, PT, whereas I had the PST. So it's, it's a thinner grip than what I had before. Uh, but oh, I quite like the thinner grip, actually, now that I've sort of, I know, I know you can't see on the floor, but um, oh yes, Callum's putting Matt's in here. Um, I've been sort of down here quite a lot over the last couple of days over the weekend, just sort of sorting out last minute preparations in here. You know, mm. if Charlotte asked, then that's what I was doing. <laughs> I've been down here putting quite a lot, um, using the old new putter. The old new putter, that's funny. Yeah, I I really like it. I mean, it all but, sort of stemmed from. From you, you know, me liking it on telly. Yeah. We, I knew we had it at work, so doing a bit of social media work with it, it come out into the office. We had a little play around with it. And, and I, uh, just, I just felt like I hadn't stroked a putter better. And I thought that that's my decision made up. Yeah. So predominantly tailor-made heavy bag at the minute. It's only tailor-made and tightless clubs I own. Yeah. They're in my current 14. Yeah. See, that's I'll, all I have. And it's, and it's only three tightness. It's two Vokey wedges and a three hybrid. Yeah, of course. That's all I've got. And the rest is all tailor-made. So I'm very T-heavy. I, uh, I spoke about it last week, The uh, my new putter. Yeah. See, mine's a new old putter. I can see it because I'm looking yeah. at the TV, see, which has got up on it. The old one from last year and then the new old putter. Yeah. So let's have a look. 35-incher. We're all 35-inched up now, aren't we? I think. Yeah, yeah, I think it just makes sense. I think, yeah. Especially for you, yeah. and I'm certainly more comfortable with... I used to want a shorter short putter. Yeah. Like, it felt more, um, more easier to control and stuff like that. However, 
this is this is the stuff. I tell you what, that is a bargain at ten pound plus postage. Yeah, absolutely, seventeen pounds. That is, and like you were saying about the grip on it, that you weren't a massive fan of that sort of thinner grip. Yeah, I think um, I'm going to change it. I've got the, I've got the uh, Mitzlen two point in the Superstroke on last year's putter, which I say last year's is about fifteen years old probably, but. I like this. I like it's this funny because I was sort of saying to you about it because um, you sort of left it here over the weekend and I was having a go with that as well as mine and whatever. And uh, the, even though it hasn't got a face insert, it's just like a block piece of metal effectively. Yeah. I think the feel is unreal. The feel and the sound is, yeah. is really good. No, Whereas the other one has got an infill on the face. Yeah. But it sounds so tinny off, yeah. off, off of the face. Yeah, no, I, I like it. Bizarre. But we've done a few, uh, we had a couple of putting sessions that we in there. Yeah, Friday and yeah, Saturday, Saturday morning we sort of sorted out. We did actually sort out, put the pictures up on the wall. And yeah, it took ages, didn't it? Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, and it was only those three as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's good though. I like it. We've got another thing to go on the wall. Um, oh yeah, wait and see next week. That'll probably be about here, in between, underneath pulse. In line with I mean, the aim is to, is to fill up the wall. Yeah, this. we want this to be as full as possible, basically, to get some cool stuff so if anyone, yeah, if anyone has, has any anything, ideas or if anyone has anything they want to get rid of from the loft or whatever we'll probably take it I'm not sure yeah, yeah any sort of memorabilia pictures like that we'll, yeah we'll enjoy it I think yeah, we'll go to a good home kind of thought I'm going to get an, an old club really old club like a hickory club and pin it to the wall yeah get it up there yeah that would be pretty cool maybe, yeah, maybe we'll look into that yeah I think that would be nice yeah. just going back to the golf um, mm-hmm. sort of weekend I I don't know about you but sometimes you just take a liking to a player for no particular reason mm-hmm. I think Scheffler's hard to dislike, hard to dislike personally agreed agreed um, I, I have no love for Horschel I'm not sure what it yeah, is yeah it was funny because at the last WGC uh, the work day um, where Morikawa won which was mm. literally where the putters yeah. came from yeah um, yeah he was in the, the sort of final pairing with with Murakawa and yeah like you say you just I just didn't feel anything I wasn't I wasn't like oh I want him to miss this shot but I wasn't like oh I really hope he sticks this close to the pin yeah yeah I don't dislike him but I was watching it and yeah. I was I, like, I want she- I want to Scheffler and Perez final him. yeah I wanted Perez to get them. honestly as soon like as Perez. as soon as it was like as soon as it was down to them four, I was like, I really want Paris to win. Yeah, Purely for Ryder Cup points. Kuchar, I think, is a like clearly a good player, but again, don't really like him. Again, Not, yeah, no, no sort of love loss, no sort of real emotion when he plays. I don't sort of think oh, I really want to make this. Maybe it's young, slightly younger players that we lean more towards. Yeah, at the maybe I'm it sure. is. So I really um, like Scotty Scheffner. I really like Morikawa. Yeah, yeah. I like I like Victor Hovland as well. Mm-hmm. I like Tyrrell Hatton. I, don't, again, I like a lot of these people. You know, they're hard to dislike. Yeah, maybe think, that's the maybe. That's I think Tyrrell Hatton actually is is one that is probably quite easy to dislike. I think a lot of people do dislike him because of how emotional he is on the golf course. He, he will just slam his club into the floor if he's hit a bad shot, and I, I like that because it's just like well, it's like I do. Yeah, yeah. You're no greenkeeper. Oh, yes. Do you want to mention that? Well, sort of pipeline at the moment, but mm. next to the Plug Golf HQ, which is a sort of summer house area, there is a shed which has no use to us at the moment. We have no grass in the garden. That's you and Nothing. Charlotte, not we don't. Yeah, no, yeah. Me and Charlotte. So that is an idea, is coming down in the summer and there's been talk and it hasn't been shot down yet <laughs> of, a, always a good sign. of a little sort of fake grass putting green going in there. So that'd be good, I think. I think I'll probably get that done. That'd be nice. Yeah. When, get some videos done and stuff yeah, on it. Yeah, we'll be here. We'll be here. Rain or shine. Yeah. Yeah. I imagine. Get, get the old new putter out again. The old new. The old new. Yeah. I tell you what else is pipeline. We may be heading to Wales. We may be. We may be. Well, that's, I think that's. I think that's less pipeline than the putting green at the moment. But yeah, we're just we're basically waiting on a response. 
uh, to be playing at Celtic Manor. Yeah, I think that'd be that'd be great stuff. Yeah, again, we're not in August. Um, we're not expecting to shoot par around there, but it'll right. be an experience. Yeah, it? play the twenty ten course. That'd be really good. Yeah, yeah. So there's talk of that. A little four ball. Us and a couple of friends, two friends of the podcast, actually. Yeah, but yeah. It should be good. Fancy. I think that will be nice. Uh, obviously, another thing you want to mention is the flight golf polo shirts have arrived. Yeah, you can't actually see one in the shop. But no, 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 hold, up, hold them up. I'll hold another one. Okay. I've got mine on. Oh, cross. Losing the uh, Oh, you've, you've gone fully, fully down, have you? Yeah, why not? So yeah. there's George's too. I'm wearing mine, green. I mean, again, no good for the podcast listeners, but I suppose you'll just have to head over to YouTube and have and a... Check them out. Have a scroll. Yeah, check them out. Scroll through they're YouTube. nice. They're... they're they're good. They're all good. Yeah, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. After speaking to Michael, I thought these are going to be the best quality shirts I've ever seen. Then we saw, we went on the website and they looked okay. Yeah. I, I was, I'm not going to lie, based on the website, I don't think they're really doing it, doing the shirts just. No, no, I don't. Because they've arrived and they feel really nice. Yeah. Nice and lightweight. Yeah, no, they're really good. Um, Honestly, guys, check out that episode with Michael because, uh, there's a discount code to be found there with with Flight Golf. We've so had at least one listener use use the discount code. Yeah, no, go over and check that out because they've got some decent stuff on there. Yeah, and, so, yeah. well, reasonable price, as Michael said. Yeah, shipping was relatively low considering it's from Canada. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, yeah, yeah, happy days. Yeah, I, I think I can see myself wearing this on the course. Yeah, I think I'll, I'm the same. I'll be wearing those this year, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. What do you think you're gonna what do you think you're gonna shoot first round? Oh god. Tell you what, if it's if it's if it's in the nineties I'll be ecstatic. If it's as much as ecstatic. Yeah, I'll be buzzing. How many times have you shot sub a hundred randomly? Oh quite a few. Most times I play now. Most times I play I'm under a hundred. It's uh, it's breaking that ninety barrier again. I've got the eighty nine once, but it's breaking that. You're saying ninety five is like the the realistic sort of consistent. Mm-hmm. If I can shoot ninety five around there, that's what's that? It's twenty well, twenty four. Yeah. Is it seventy six? Oh, is it sixty nine? Sixty nine. Oh yeah, I remember you saying you upset that it was sixty nine. Yeah, I'll tell you what. If I could shoot, my aim this year is to be able to shoot. Below 90 consistently. If I can shoot sub 90 consistently this year, I'd be blooming happy. Yeah. Yeah, I was saying to you the other day, wasn't I? I, I'm, I just want to be a, a sort of competitive social golfer. Yeah. I have no real desire or motivation to really improve. Yeah. Um, and get to like the lowest number I possibly can. I just want to sort of enjoy myself out there. That's the thing, like we were saying, like if we like the guys were going to hopefully going to Celtic Man because like if we were playing week in, week out with the same people, it's like if you can just well, even if you played twenty times, uh, twenty times a year, you'd want to you know, win five. Yeah, yeah. Win four or five and yeah, and being with a shout. Exactly, yeah, being with a shout and the rest. So that's the thing, is it's being competitive against people you're playing with. And that's the big thing. I think that's all because I I am competitive as a person. I mm-hmm. do get miserable. Yeah, when just I learn, by nature, don't perform. Um, so yeah, I just want to. I want to be able to play well enough that I can enjoy myself. Yeah, but like I say, I'm not going to be. I don't think I'll be shelling out for too many lessons and trying to really hone in. On I think that's something I'll probably do this year. Lessons because I've done the clubs. I've, I've mm. got the clubs now. Now you've got to get better with those. Now we'll get better with the clubs exactly. Yeah. And that was the plan all along. It was to have these clubs to improve as a golfer. Yeah, I've got these clubs specifically as a higher handicap, looking to move into that sort of mid, sort of like your standard UK average. So yeah, I think I think Agreed. that's certainly possible. Agreed. I think I'll have you know I think I'll have a few lessons. We're hopefully going to have a club pro on. In the coming weeks, yeah, very good um, teacher. So that opens some doors. Yeah, hopefully, yeah, we'd like to sort of. The plan is to sort of have a have a sort of semi lesson together with him. And again, I don't want to be I don't want to be awful round Celtic Manor. I think the aim will be just stay and play. 
Yeah. And enjoy. Enjoy yeah, myself. I think I still have a knock around. Might just take a I want to improve my driver. That's that's the big thing for me. It's improving the driver off the tee, keeping it in play off the tee would save me ten shots around, which would get me to that sub ninety yeah. time. I really need your help actually. Mm-hmm. And the help is to make sure I don't buy any other club this year yeah. other than potentially a driver, which you know I think I'd want to have a driver in my bag. Yeah, like you say, you've already got like what, like 16, 17 clubs at the minute? Probably. So, so that's the thing. If you, have, if you have 18 clubs at your disposal or whatever, then it's a choice every time. A lot around. of them, a lot of them are all around the same point because if you think I've got the five word, the seven word, three, three uh, well, yeah, but Oh, sorry. In the, like the three word is staying in there. Yeah. But I've got the five word, the seven word, the three hybrid, the four hybrid, and the four iron. Yeah. Which really, you know, two iron. Oh, and the two iron. I forgot about the two iron because I like it so much. Yeah. Um, so you've got like five or six clubs there. There, which realistically I only need two of them. Yeah. Uh, at any time, really, two or three. So that's where, that's where I'm, I'm heavy. Yeah. Um, sort of top end below the driver, basically. Or below the three wood, really. Yeah. Three wood to irons is yeah. where you're heavy. Yeah, so it's just sort of working out what I what I'm hitting nicely. Because to be fair, the four iron I've got is the stiff shaft, mm-hmm. um, little smaller cavity, more of a blade iron, mm-hmm. which I wanted to get to sort of open the door to mm-hmm. a future purchase. So yeah. see if I can get better with that. Um, the four hybrid come with a set of irons. Yeah, the three hybrid I got because I like the four hybrid. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I just, yeah, I just, just get bored buy, buy clubs. That's the problem. So I need your help to stop me from buying buy clubs, clubs unless it's a driver. Mm-hmm. That's fine with me. Yeah, I think I can help you with that. I don't. I really can't. You get naughty, though. I get naughty. So yeah. I'll try. We'll try. And help. We'll just uh, we'll just focus on filling the wall up. <laughs> yeah, with yeah, yeah. The junk. Yeah, yeah. Let's get more junk to the wall rather than clubs. That's the stuff. So I've got obviously uh, two putters now. Yeah. Um, wedges, I've only got the wedges, so I'll, I'll play with you. You've got spare wedges, haven't you? Or not? I was thinking about this. I've got a gap wedge if you want it. Oh, well, I might have a look at it. Yeah. I might have you a... can have that if you want, because I've got my 48, and really, if I'm going to be getting another wedge, it's going to be a 50 degree. I'm not going to be getting... Like, my 52 is now sort of... Because of the gap between my pitching wedge and then my gap wedge would be far too close to my sandwich now. So, realistically, 52 is no good for me. So... Yeah, I'll have a look at it, I think, because mm-hmm. that's my that yeah. is my gap in the, yeah. in the wedges. So, yeah, there's another club already. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is interesting. Yeah, where's where's Beef gone? Oh, yeah, he's gone to Cobra, Cobra Puma. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's that's that is good. I forgot about that. That'll be good for him, I think. I think it's a good fit. I think so, actually. I do think that's a good fit. I think, uh, I think Cobra were lacking on them sort of European tour sort of players. Because do like... Beef doesn't sort of play a lot in America anymore. He does like to sort of keep it European tour. So They do like a Maverick player, don't they? Yeah, I think I think they that's do. a good fit. I do think that's a good fit, actually. I don't I honestly couldn't even tell you off the top of my head who was who was with before. Um Footjoy. Uh, Footjoy like this. Uh, okay. Okay. So he's going to Cobra, I think that's good. I Not think, I think that's good I, The thing I'd be annoyed at most is uh, losing the foot joint clothing. Yeah, yeah, I think I'd agree with that. I don't, I don't mind Puma. I think it's, I think I preferred it a few years ago than maybe now. I don't see anything like we don't stock it at work anymore. Yeah, but we so stocked some new that. stuff last year, didn't we? I believe we. Well, maybe not. I don't think we did. Maybe not. Basically, at work, I haven't seen anything really in Puma that I've been like. I don't think we've had it since 2019 when we had the Cobra stuff. Right, okay. Okay. I think we've been out of the game for a couple of years now. Even then, I can't remember. I'm saying that, I wore a Puma quarter-zip today. Yeah. So, well, maybe I'm just talking Yeah, about I, I, I don't know if it's because FootJoy, we've sort of got in new at work again. Yeah, maybe that to so us like, is like, we love yeah, new yeah, stuff. So we just nice. do like new stuff. Yeah. Um, but, no, I do like the foot joy polo. I do like my foot joy polo, the white one with flowers on it. Yeah. But yeah, no. I think that would be my thing. Shoes as well, obviously. You can't, foot joy shoes. You can't be foot joy shoes, really. Yeah. I think Adidas for me, shoes wise as well. I think, honestly, so, but if, uh, certainly for the price. If we got a sponsorship 
I'd like it to be from Footjoy slash Taylor uh, slash Titleist or TaylorMade and Adidas. I think I've got Adidas shoes already. I've got pretty much full bag of TaylorMade stuff. I'd happily swap oh, out. I'd happily swap out the hybrid and my missing two wedges for TaylorMade wedges. So I'd happily be full TaylorMade. Well, uh, what is it? The uh, the is it Sim Utility or or the UDI? The UDI. Yeah. And the U U H U H Y. Yeah, you'd be happy with. Or U D Y and U D I. You'd be happy with them. Maybe it is U H Y. Yeah, yeah, I'd happily have one of them. But I've already got this sort of gap before I. You said you wish you had to wait the other year. Yeah, I just like I wasn't to know. Oh, of course. But yeah, if I'd have waited, I'd love looking clubs. Yeah, I like I like looking clubs. I'm happy with them now, so I just got to get better with them. Yeah, understood. Understood. Yeah. Just a quick note. Yes. For YouTube watchers. Oh yeah. I'm wearing today the plugged golf slash garns garns t-shirts. We do still have some available, so. Let us know if you want one. They're, they're still at £20 for podcast listeners. So get on us because they're, they're, they're really good. Like, this is love. Well, I'll give us a message. Yeah, I sort of, I don't want to wear mine too much because it's like a special T-shirt. To me. Yeah, no, I love it. I might buy a second one. Honestly, I love mine. I love it. <laughs> wear it all the time. Yeah. So, yeah. Comfy. Yeah, honestly, comfy. guys, there, there's, a couple, there's a few left. So contact us for... If, if you want to get get yourself one, but like I say, that's that's that. Are you happy with? You happy with that? I think we should let the the listeners listen to Davis Jones. I think so too. I think they I think they'll enjoy it. I think they. I will. know we did. So, yeah, catch you after this very very short break. George. Yes. Where'd you get your golf stuff? Your clothing, your balls, your shoes, or me apparel? Yeah, that sort of stuff. Well, I go to Golf Base. Golf Base? Golf Base. And what's that? It's your base for everything golf. So that's www.golfbase.co.uk? It certainly is. Golf Base. Your base for everything (laughs) golf. (laughs) Well, I suppose if anyone should want to get £5 off, they can always create an account and use a discount code? Plugged 5. Plugged 5. Just make sure you're spending over £30. So welcome down to the interview portion of this podcast. Uh, we're here with Davis Jones. Um, Davis, uh, I'm obviously George. This is Callum. Um, let us know sort of who you are, a little bit about yourself, what you do, how did you sort of get into golf? Okay, right. So I'm Davis Jones, um, founder of Davis Jones Consulting. We help golf clubs acquire new members. A um, bit of background, I've been playing golf since about two years old because my dad was a PGA and my mum played and they met each other playing golf. Granddad plays, uncle plays, uh, my brothers play, Every, you know, everyone in my family plays golf. Um, so that's what got me into golf. Uh, I, I, what was this? Anything else there, George? Um, so was, that, was, that, was, that, was that good enough? Or? Yeah, no, that's, that's good then. Um, so what would you currently play off? Got you. Yeah, so the lowest I got to was five, and then they brought out that new world handicap system, yeah. and I've been cut down to 2.3, <laughs> just out of nowhere. So <laughs> currently off two. Any this thoughts of doing your PGA? Any thoughts of doing your PGA or anything like that? Or? Absolutely. So, yeah, when I was about 15, 16, that was all I wanted to do was play on TV. And I tried really hard and just couldn't get to blow them five. Just I just couldn't do it um, at the time. Uh, but in the in in the future, maybe I could get better. And but I'm not sure playing golf on TV is for me. So, but thoughts on PGA? Probably not. But always open to doing anything. Yeah. No. So how old are you now? So how long ago would that have been? Yeah, so I'm 22 now. Uh, so that was about six, seven years ago when I was in school. And uh, I, I always had teachers going, yeah, but if you were that good at golf, surely you'd be playing it. Like, why are you, why are you trying to take days off school? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. I think, I think it's always sort of good to sort of get a sort of a better golfer's point of view because myself, I play off 19, Callum... 
unofficially yeah. off of about 25 so yeah probably we're, we're sort of quite novices we're not any good at all it's just it's, we, we just sort of are coming at this at the angle of the sort of everyday golfer just your average guy just out on the course but it's good to sort of chat to different people within the sort of golfing world and see exactly what what their experience has been because for the pair of us we weren't sort of into that junior golf scene uh, we weren't really sort of playing from a young age so we've sort of both got into the game in the last sort of three years probably yeah yeah like probably well we both sort of tinkered about playing when we were younger but never sort of that full junior member sort of vibe yeah so how did you how did you go from wanting to uh, be a professional playing on telly to getting into this consulting and working with uh, working with the clubs yeah so I so I was really interested in playing golf on TV when I was like 16, 17, as I said. And I I actually got a, a special invite to this junior masters at Nizels because I was a member there and the cutoff was scratch. Uh, but I was off five and they let me in because I was a member and I played my socks off and was nowhere near anyone else. So I, I shot like four over, nine over and the winners were like 13 under. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. And so I went to uni. So I, I had to focus on my A-levels so I put that first, got my A-levels, went to uni, went to uni of Birmingham, did a year abroad in Marseille. And on my year abroad, I got very into my fitness and I did like a fitness Insta. And I went to my mate who was very business minded at the time. I said, how do I make money with this? And he went, it's going to take, it's going to take some real work. You're better off starting your own business. And he pointed me in the direction of social media marketing because that was up and coming. So I went through a social media marketing course and then went through another business course on how to start and grow your own consulting business. And that's that's how it's all come about. Okay. That's, that's pretty cool. So what what exactly does Davis Jones Consulting do? What, so if a golf com- if a golf club sort of contacts you to use you for your services, what exactly do, is the golf club going to get from that? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. So if a golf club contacted me, what we would do is we'd, we would learn more about the business because every, every golf club's different from the next. Um, and, we would, and then we would, you know, if they decided that they wanted to work with us, we would collect some marketing material. That would be in the form of images of the members playing golf and some member testimonials or reviews, you know, what they thought of the course, why they were a member, you know, all things that are going to help us sell the golf club, basically. Yeah. And then we put the campaign together. Um, we would write, we would write the ads, design the web, the web pages. We would uh, tailor the lead, the lead management system for the golf club and get all the reporting systems ready. Um, I, I do. Well, we actually run the ads on Facebook mainly uh, because that's where we found the best success. And so what the golf club would then get from working with us would be like qualified membership leads that we would also help them convert, not via doing the calls ourselves, because we think to be more consistent and congruent, the general manager or a receptionist should be taking the calls. Okay. Okay, that's fair enough. So is it, is the team, is it just yourself or is there a few of you that are sort of, doing all this stuff or is it just as I say is it just you sort of putting all this effort in at the moment hoping to sort of grow grow the business so as as you guys can tell I'm still young um and I've only been doing this for two years so it is it is just me at the minute who's been doing the campaigns um I've recently um emerged onto the US market as well and have met some people that are very good at what they do and that's golf marketing and so um, when I have some more projects in the, in the future, when I have too many, uh, I, I do have some people that I would like to work with. But it, it is it is just me at the minute, and I'd like to see how far I can take it. Just me. Yeah, well, that's fair enough. I mean, you're the same age as me, and you're doing a lot more than I'm doing in in that respect at, at the minute. But no, it's, it's, that's great. How does uh, how does pricing work, or how how do you work that out for the clubs? Yeah, that's a good question. So we tend to try and work with the club um, if they if they can afford um, an a, a, a upfront fee, then we would prefer 
what I would prefer, mm. a, a regular management fee. Um, and we can go from there, keep it nice and simple. Um, but we could also do like a revenue share with the club if it was a club that we trusted. Um, or we could even um, charge per qualified lead if they felt they were confident and that they could convert 20% of the leads, then they would be they would be confident paying for the leads. Yeah, yeah no, that's fair enough. So you say you've been sort of going for two years now. Um, how many... How many clubs have you worked with so far? Yeah, so uh, so golf businesses in general, like six or seven. Nice. Um, I've just recently collected um, the last solid case study, and um, so that's that's that was from the founders club that we worked with in the US, um, and they from just two thousand dollars in ad spend of generated over a hundred thousand dollars in membership revenue so the numbers the numbers really work for the membership marketing campaigns yeah when you have everything set up definitely i mean that's something that we sort of speak about a lot a lot of people sort of last week on the podcast we spoke to a junior captain of of my golf club and um her big thing was to sort of really be pushing the junior members and um pushing the female members so do you sort of when you sort of gather all your information are you sort of specifically marketing a specific type of demographic depending on each club or is it are you trying to bring in sort of junior golfers and female golfers as well as the sort of men or are you just sort of looking at the numbers and saying okay well it's mainly sort of men in their 40s that are are playing a lot of golf but aren't members of a golf club will sort of target them. I mean, it's obviously, it would make sense either way. Do you know what I mean? It's not. It's just... Exactly. Exactly. It does, it does make sense either way. Usually it's depending on the club. I mean, if I speak to a club and they're like, our full memberships at capacity, we don't want any more 45-year-olds on the yeah. golf course on a Saturday. But our ladies' day is pretty empty. We would work with them to generate some new lady members. But it's interesting that you mentioned the junior members because, I mean, I really feel like, because I joined a club when I was 10 and a half. Yeah. My mum and dad were like, you need to join an 18-year-old golf club. And I was like, okay, let's do it. Yeah. And I started off off the Reds, off 30. Yeah. You know, I was hitting the ball like 190 yards. And, yeah. And whatever. So... But I really, and and when I got down to 18 off the whites, the men at my local club, well, at, at, at the time, Neville in Sussex, they were like, you can play off 18, so you can, you can join us on a Saturday. And that's, you know, playing with men at, uh, at 13 years old or 12 years old yeah. teaches you etiquette and manners that no other, no other sport can teach, I don't think. Yeah, no, definitely. I think that's... Like, like, I think I'd, personally, I, I would really like to push more sort of junior golfers to be playing golf because I feel like I sort of missed out on that junior golf experience of sort of being down a golf club all day, like during the summer holidays and just being able to sort of play like three rounds of golf and going in the sort of clubhouse and just getting like a few drinks or whatever and, and just sort of having that experience. And like you say, like when you do become sort of old enough to play with the older members sort of getting that sort of courtesy out on the golf course and sort of knowing how to behave and things like that. Like, obviously, now I know how to do that. I'm in my 20s, so I can sort of realise exactly what to do. But I just feel like at first, when I first started playing, you sort of, you, when you when you join a sort of in your early 20s, you sort of might not know exactly how to do things and how things work. So I think for me, it would have been quite beneficial to have been that sort of junior member and, like I say, I think encouraging junior members to join more golf clubs and get out there and things like that. Like, do you, where you work with a lot of golf clubs, do they sort of offer that junior member sort of package where they do it at a much more reasonable price? Yeah, so the clubs that I've worked with in, in the past, we haven't gone the junior membership route um, because, because the full seven days just, the highest price and most clubs are like we could just do us more revenue we just push the highest membership get get some members in there 
Um, but most clubs could do with more junior members. So you've reminded me now to go and hit up my past clients and be like, let's let's actually get some more juniors in because you can yeah. never have enough junior members. Yeah, of course. Do you think... Yeah, um, but just... Sorry. So I was just going to say, do you think golf is one of the more, or if not the most inclusive sport? Because I think if you start playing at such a young age, you can you could play it for about 80, 90 years if yeah. you... Uh, you know, if you yeah. really try it or could. Yeah, definitely. No, I totally agree. And my mum and dad have always said that to me. It's like, you can play it as long and the like, handicap system makes it so fair. Yeah. And I don't see any other sport doing that. No, definitely. And yeah. I, I, things are just clicking now with our, with just, just talking to you guys. You know, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't thought about this before, but I mean, just back to junior golf, you know, I'm playing with H, you know, uh, wise, respectful men, and if I walk on their line on a putt, they go, "Davis, don't do that." And it's like, "Okay, yeah. I won't, I won't, you know, don't do that." Or you're on the tee and you're standing in someone's line directly behind, and it's like, "Can you move? You're in my eye line." And it's, it, and it's, it's actually things like that 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 translate to other areas. Yeah, you know, no, you know what I mean, you just sort of it's the it's the small things that you sort of pick up that you don't think about when you're. When you when you might pick up a golf club for the first time in your thirties or whatever, and you sort of live thirty years or so in a certain way, and then you sort of go to a golf club, and especially some of the sort of more renowned golf clubs, they they do have a different sort of etiquette and sort of manner of how how things work. But it's 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 an interesting thought. Yeah, I actually spoke to a membership director at the Fountain Grove Golf Club in the US, and he was saying that he went to I think it was. Bay 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 Hill, the Arnold Palmer one, yeah, yeah. and there's a there's like a plaque in the clubhouse saying like take your hat off, like yeah. take your hat off when you come to the clubhouse. And apparently Arnold Palmer used to sit by it with a drink and just be like take your hat off to people, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's just little things like that, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Uh, do you watch? Uh, do you watch or play other sports, or is it solely golf for you? I like playing football. I don't watch it. Um, I like going to the gym if that's a sport <laughs> but apart from that uh, um, I was forced to play rugby at secondary school I was I was quite short and fat so I was shoved in the scrum and I was a hooker and I hated it absolutely hated it and I was like I'm going to stick to my goal so apart from that not really okay because we're, we're more football yeah lean towards nice. football more so certainly on watching it I think yeah I mean a lot like we've sort of said in the past football is sort of one of the big ones for us watching but when the big events are on with the golf it's it's almost impossible to sort of watch anything else away from them can you it's, it's, not, it's, not now <laughs> no once you once you're once you're in that sort of golf world it's hard to come out yeah. of it um, it's just football for me has been yeah of course yeah. You know, 20 so, years of watching it but so with uh Oh, I was going to say, like, there are, you know, most most golfers are handicapped 18 and above. So what you guys are doing here with this podcast is appealing to the mass. Like, there, there aren't many golf podcasts out there right now that are talking about getting into golf and getting better. So love, I absolutely love what you're doing. Yeah, no, it's, like, seriously. No, that was the sort of, it was, it was more of a sort of, Thought last year, at the beginning of lockdown, like we worked together at a golf shop and it was a bit like, well, what what, what do we both sort of enjoy? Let's just start a podcast chatting about golf, chatting about you know, a bit of football in there. Let's just sort of talk. It's just sort of recording our conversations. Okay. Again, more, most of our customers at work will be the same from the same sort of ilk where they're yeah, you know they're they're just average people want to go out and play golf. No, definitely, yeah. Coming for a pair of shoes, that exactly, sort of thing. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's and, that's and, just and, the market we saw, and hopefully, are appealing to. Yeah, I think you are, and especially with COVID. I think golf, golf, because it was one of the things that the government outlined could come back early. People are like, oh, golf. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, and it's like oh, we can, and my. As I said, my dad's a PGA and he actually runs a driving range. And throughout COVID, we had record, he had record months. Like it was yeah. ridiculous how busy it was. 
Like yeah. we we actually had queues. Yeah. And it's like this this, this, this doesn't this happen. just doesn't it, happen. Golf is yeah, yeah. Golf is big and it's like the biggest uptake sport in the last year. That's what we had, we had record days from the retail. Yeah, yeah, we had yeah, yeah. The retail uh, the side that we work in, we've yeah, last year we sort of broke records multiple occasions in in months. So it was yeah. it was a really good year for work last year and things like that. So with with the sort of consulting, you say you're sort of moving over to some American courses. What's what's the plan for that? Is it is it to sort of just sort of go worldwide, or just sort of work with the UK and America, sort of the big markets? Or yeah, so I mean, at the minute, I'm pretty confident that I could help any English speaking country. Um, I could help any English speaking any golf club in an English speaking country get some more members. Um, I understand that every market's different, you know, yeah. maybe in Canada, they might use a different tone, but at the end of the day, if a golfer likes to play golf and a golf club saying you can play discounted, you know, you can get your rounds in a package deal. I don't see uh, yeah, the, the issue there. So, but the U S market is unbelievably big. There's 18,000 golf courses in the U S alone. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's something we want to eventually sort of do, sort of go over and play golf in America. But no, yes, yeah, that's that's really good. Maya, come along. Yeah. Whereabouts, whereabouts are you going to go? Anywhere. Yeah. Augusta. <laughs> the dream. The dream. <laughs> so you would actually be lucky to uh, get on there. Oh, my yeah, God. We, we've got a few sort of quickfire questions uh, that just sort of answer the, the first thing that sort of comes to your mind. Um, but so we'll start off with so who's who's your favourite past golfer uh, past golfer I mean Tiger Tiger Woods came to my mind when you said favourite golfer but past golfer let's go Jack Nicholas. okay so already answer the question of who's your present golfer then oh my uh, yeah Tiger Woods it's got to be in it it's, it's difficult you guys yeah I, it's like you say if you look past if you look past Tiger, I, um, last year, it was one of the first things we spoke about on our first episode, and I went with Justin Rose, um, and uh, he's a Chelsea fan, same as me, so sort of, sort of that, um, I don't know, I don't know, took a liking to him for that uh, when I was younger, and yeah. sort of carried on, yeah. carried on through. Do you remember that, do you remember that four iron that he hit in the US Open on the 18th? Honestly, off the top of my head, probably not. <laughs> It was a, uh, oh, I can't remember the, the course, but he actually won the US Open, didn't he? So. Yeah. No, yeah, I like that. If, if, it was, if you were to look past Tiger, who do you think you'd say? Oh, that's a good point. I like Ian, Ian Poulter. I like the oh. fact that he was off a handicap of four. He probably had a lot of people saying he couldn't do it, and he just yeah. did it. Yeah, no, yeah. It's just, it's like he, he sort of feels like, the sort of average goal. He's a rebel. Not, he's definitely not He's average, a rebel, that's what he is. Yeah. No, he's, he's good. Um, so, aside from... What about yours, George? Sorry. Oh, mine. Um, I, I sort of said last year that I enjoy... I, I just like the rhythm of Tommy Fleetwood's swing. I think just watching him play is... Beautiful. I just enjoy I just enjoy watching him play. It's just... Yeah, I think Tommy Fleetwood. And he's like, sort of similar age to us. Well. He's sort of still young and... I don't know. Yeah, just like I like him. Yeah. So if you could play any course in the world, we sort of tend to take out Augusta and the old course at this point because they're sort of the obvious ones. So what if you play any course in the world? What would you like to play? Is Pebble Beach up? No, no, you can't Pebble Beach. Uh, yeah, I think it's Pebble Beach. Just because I think it's the most expensive round. I think okay. it's five hundred dollars around. Yeah, and I think it would be it would be pretty cool to put on like an Instagram story, wouldn't it? Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, I think it's, it's been popular answer. It's been a few of the last. Oh, okay. Well, if it's a if it's a if it's a popular answer, I might I might take it back. <laughs> yeah, something else. Um, hmm. I think there's some nice places out in Dubai. But yeah. uh, you know what? I'm 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 gonna have to stick with Pebble Beach because yeah. I'd I'd be I'd be lying. I can't blame you. No, 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 no. What's you guys? Uh, well, Pebble Beach was mine 
certainly recently yes yeah i think what what seeing it uh, like a month ago now i just yeah. watched it you can't not want to play there i think sawgrass for me i think what especially watching that a couple of weeks ago like it just like that 17th green i know i'd lose about 10 balls but it, um, it'd just be unbelievable yeah. You'd have to go there with a full a full bag, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's the fav- what's your favourite course you have played? Yeah. Um, that's a good question. Um I've I've played a few courses. Um <laughs> I I did get the chance to play out in Miami. Florida so that they were really nice I played the oh it's actually um it was on last week at the the place the bear trap the Honda, National, the Honda was it? Classic, yeah on the classic yeah. uh that yeah. was pretty special um that, that was all because of my family I you know I didn't put a dime against that so I, I, <laughs> I didn't pay for that um but <laughs> we, had, we actually had a, 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 a caddy called Andy we actually had our own caddy so that was pretty cool yeah that's that's nice that is cool. yeah that is that is good. And what's the favourite, your favourite hole you've played? Describe that, describe that to us. Okay, the one that comes to mind, okay, and I'm not showing off, but this is just it. It's the sixth, it's the sixth hole at Neville, uphill, about 100 188 yards, roughly, give or take a yard, from, from, from the back. And uh, when I was 14, I, 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 I hit a driver in the rain and I hold it like an orange ball. And then when I was 17, I think, I was playing in a men's stableford with my friend, well, a friend, Tom Tom Price, and I hold it with a three iron. So I've made two holes in ones on the same hole, so wow. it, it has to be that. Yeah, yeah. that's not the past. Yeah, that's, that's the answer then, yeah. Yeah, no, so yeah, that's, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's sort of answers. Once you get one hole in one, it's like that's, that could be the answer. And then once you get the second, it's, it's that or nothing. Um, so if you're playing around... Nice sort of perfect weather. You get halfway round nine holes and get to the halfway hut. What are you ordering? Sort of food and drink. And just just for sort of reference, you can have anything food or drink wise. We've had everything from a sausage roll, a ham and cheese sandwich to pork belly. So honestly, anything in between, anything goes really here. I have a feeling this is going to reveal a bit of my nutrition. Uh, probably a protein shake. Let's be honest. Let's you know, come on, come. You know, it, it, it is probably time to get one of them in in two hours. Uh, maybe a banana and some nuts, and then maybe just a nice Snickers. You know, just, okay. just a bit okay. of sugar. Okay, a little bit. You got better at the end. Yeah, you got better at the end. But yeah. <laughs> I tell you, I, I played. I played with some friends, and we actually had a beer at halfway. And the, oh my god, it was so much fun. The uh, tenth hole after after you've had a beer, <laughs> it's so much better. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't because we often, especially last year, go around and you see obviously beer bottles in like the bin on each tee and whatever. It's not something I've done. Yeah. It's certainly something I'd enjoy, but it's yeah, not something yeah. I've done. Yeah, we we've got just, like, like, little, we've, just like a little tinny. Yeah, we'll have, to, we'll have to do that. We'll have to do that soon. Yeah. I was listening to I was listening to a podcast the other day and they were saying there were two guys out in America and they were saying about um like the cart girl or guy coming round. And I was thinking and they were saying about like, the, the idea is if like that person comes around two or three times around. It probably explains why the UK might be better at golf than the US. the average amateur i i don't know if that's true or not but i i know that when i'm drunk playing golf i'm not as good no or at least i don't think so um and then so just sort of last one um if you could have a caddy for the day past present doesn't have to be involved in golf at all nothing you're playing at you're playing at pebble beach you get anyone you want on the bag Perfect weather, anything. Who are you picking? Uh, 
Gary players come into my mind. Right, yes, yeah. that's a good choice. It's another one where we've had anything. The last answer we received for this question was Gemma Collins. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that was our reaction to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we've had everything from Gemma Collins to Mike Myers here. Mike Will Ferrell. We've yeah. had everyone. So that's Will Ferrell. That would be so good. Yeah, it's, it's. I think I think that's a pretty fair answer though, Gary Player. It's, um, well, it makes more sense than Gemma Collins. Yeah. Gemma Collins. <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah, that's silly. Yeah. Um, you have to actually question like what they're picking her for. Uh, apparently like, it was uh, for uh, comedy, for her humour, not even to laugh with. Yeah. But I, yeah, I can't see it. Uh, not for me. Um, do you want to finish up the sort of question post, or period with um, letting us know what, what clubs are in your bag for, for this year? Yeah, absolutely. So I think I'm due some new sticks. Now you're getting a bit small. But so I've got they're in my car. Um, I've got a Callaway Razor Fit Driver, I think. Nine and nine and a half. I believe okay. it's a stiff shaft. Yeah. I've got a Titleist 915 3-wood, extra stiff. Goes like a rocket. Yeah. <laughs> Real stinger. Um, I've got like a Tezoid Mizuno Hybrid. My dad made it for me. It's um, like an 18 degree. I've got three two wedge with Mizuno MP fifty something can't remember but Mizuno irons. I've got Mizuno wedges, gap wedge, sand wedge, lob wedge, and then uh, uh, I think it's an Odyssey white hot fang putter. Nice, nice. Yeah, we we uh, we know a few people that have moved over to Mizuno irons. Last, yeah, last, last year oh, they yeah. are they are so good. Yeah, it's not something that I've actually ever hit. I, I just hit them. They but look nice. Yeah. Um, and nothing that's feels just, like that's as stuff. much as I can say, yeah. I can say with, uh, with experience is that yeah. they look nice. Yeah, no, but, um, yeah. yeah, no, that's... What do you guys have? I've, oh, like, what are your, like, what are your, like, standout clubs? What is your favourite? I, I don't even know if I have any. I've got um, a Nike Heavy bag at the minute and it was made up pretty much mostly last year um, sort of really getting back into it. I'd lost a couple of clubs somehow along the way. So um, sort of my bag at the moment is a bit of a, a mashup from, um, bought from eBay, to be honest, um, like Slingshot Irons. Um, was it Vapor What uh, brand the Slingshot, sorry? Uh, Nike, Nike Slingshot. Nike. Um, Nike Vapor 5. Yeah, a couple of Nike Vapor 3. Yeah. yeah, no, I've got, it's just a, from like 2014 to 16. Yeah. Um, the so Vokey yeah, wedges are. Yeah, yeah. Proper, I, they are for players. To be fair, I, I don't know whether it was because I'd taken a few years out from playing, but I just couldn't hit them to start off with. I don't even, don't even know if I'd ever had anything as lofted as a as my 60 degree wedge. And then uh, towards the end of last year, I was I was all right. But yeah. see, I, I got. I got a whole new bag last year. All 2020 stock. We got Sim oh, Driver, Sim Max Driver, Sim Max Three Wood. Uh, I got a Titleist H2 Three Hybrid. I got a TaylorMade Gapper Four Iron. I got P790 Five to Pitching Wedge. Uh, I got a two Vokey wedges in Gap Wedge and Sand Wedge, and then I got a TaylorMade Millgrind Two. Loft wedge, and I just bought a new putter. Right themselves. Twenty-four year, uh, twenty-four hour old putter. Yeah, I bought a new putter literally yesterday. So I bought the the new twenty twenty-one tailor-made FCG putter. So Morikawa's. Yeah, the same one as Morikawa. So hopefully, I need I need to start holding some more putts now and sort of explain to the misses that it's okay to spend that much <laughs> on one club. But yeah, no, uh, I'm just looking forward to getting playing again now. Same here, same here. Have um, you guys got a round book for Monday? Not not Monday. Um, I'm playing on Friday, so we're, we're, we're at work all next week, apart from obviously Easter weekend, so I've got as much in as I can over Easter weekend. Um, Friday, Saturday, out, Sunday, Monday? 
No, yeah, the club have also said no more than sort of two days in a row um, just to try and get sort of enough people getting tea time so it's not too difficult. So I've got, we've got Friday, Monday, that, that should be enough for, for, for the time being and then it'll be back to sort of weekly. So sort of every weekend nice. getting out there, but yeah, no. But it's back, isn't it? Yeah, no, it's definitely. Back. The option will be there. So. Yeah, definitely. We'll, um, we'll have to try and get around in with, with yourself at some point this year or something. Absolutely. You come down to us, I don't think you're, too, you're just sort of London, aren't you? Yes, I'm very, very South London, so I'm, you know. Oh, perfect, yeah, literally so, about, you know, yeah, 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 about a 90-minute drive, so that'd be perfect. We can Absolutely come love to you guys. Or you come down to us or something, but we'll definitely try and get something in the diary for this year. There are so many clubs in London. Yeah, we'll do like a little golf crawl. Yeah. <laughs> Nine holes. That could work. Nine holes everywhere. No, that's, that's been great. Thanks so much for your time. Is there anything you'd no, like to plug at the end here or...? Um, well, if there are any golf club managers listening and you have some membership spots that you'd like to fill or you're anticipating that the demand's going to fall and you want to have a system in place ready for that, um, go to my LinkedIn. It's, uh, I can put a link, um, with the post or yeah, we'll, wherever we'll you guys put, put it. We'll put a link. But it's just, so it's davis-jones-consulting. Um, or my email is davis at DJ Jones Consulting. That's with two J's, DJ Jones. Or phone number. But I, I probably won't put that out, actually, <laughs> yeah. just, just in case. <laughs> you can probably find that on the internet somewhere. But... Yeah, somewhere. It's out there. It is out That's there. been great. Thank you so much. Yeah, perfect. Thanks for coming on. See you guys. No problem. Thank you so much. No worries. George, how's it going with uh, PGHQ? It's getting there. It's getting there. It yeah. really is. Have the electricians been? The electricians have been. And who were the electricians? Maguire's wires, kind of. Maguire's wires? Maguire's wires. <laughs> they came with their wires and fitted out Plug Golf HQ. And they are Maguire's? They are Maguire's. Are they better than Harry Maguire? Well, uh, electrician things, yes. Yeah. Not sure how they get on at centre-back for Man United in England, but to be fair, he doesn't play that well either, so... If you're in Sussex and need some electricianing doing... <laughs> Contact Maguire's Wires. Maguire's Wires for all your electrical needs. That was Davis Jones. That was. And that was good. He's a good egg. He is. He I is a very good we'll do something with him <clears throat> in the future. Yeah, as we said, we'll try and get a round book to within this year. We might record some of them, record some of the holes. This year, maybe next year. Yeah, that was... Oh, we got a busy uh, year coming up, to be fair. Yeah, it's true, but we're already a quarter <clears throat> way in almost. Yeah. A couple of days. That's mental, isn't it? This has gone... I mean, we're coming up to our one-year anniversary. That's mental. We'll have to have a big podcast on that, I think. Yeah. <clears throat> maybe uh, get a couple of phone-ins from from some uh, previous guests. Yeah, maybe we'll do that. Yeah. Maybe get them to ask me a question or something. Yeah, maybe we'll do a little Q&A. Yeah. As our, as our one-year anniversary nice. episode. Unless we've already got someone booked in. I don't think we do. Where Where is it? But. April, is end of April. April. Is it end of April? Yeah, maybe it's the 20th. I think 20th is when we made the Instagram account. Yeah, so maybe, yeah, okay. Okay, we've got a few weeks to, to yeah. get something uh, planned. I think that'd be really nice. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Sorry, I was just having a drink. Um, Sorry? We had a, a competition finished as of today, 29th. We did. Um and the winner was George Stone Street, patron. It was, and that's how he won. <clears throat> it was. He didn't even. He forgot he to enter. Actually, yeah, he didn't enter on Instagram. Um, but by being a platinum member, I think it's a gold member. Is the is the base level um, for, the extra. for the five extra um, <clears throat> competition entries to every competition we run, mm-hmm. and uh, we spun the wheel, and lo and behold, <clears throat> it landed on. One of George Stone Street's five entries. Yeah. Um, what I might pop in the uh, the bronze and silver is maybe one extra and three extra mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, so if someone who, who does want to just chuck us three pound a month, they'll get an extra entry and hopefully that three pounder uh, wins wonders for them. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, so yeah, definitely check out. It clearly, uh, clearly it's worth doing the patron. We've got, obviously, the other platinum member at the mm-hmm. moment is Max underscore Hollowbone. Yeah, Max underscore Hollowbone, George underscore Stone Street. And 
and their money is well got us this sort of business. This sort of vibe the chairs. The chairs you didn't even touch on them. I did, I said about the chairs. I didn't even hear you touch on yeah, that. Yeah, I said we've got new these, chairs. These are lovely. Honestly, I'm no, well up yeah. in this chair. And you can't see it, but I have a footstool and I've got my feet up and yeah. I feel right at home. Yeah. Cause well, I am. Yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, no. Yeah, I'll have a footstool <clears throat> next week, please. I don't know if I've got a spare one, but I'll have a look. Yeah, we'll make one out of something. Yeah. Make your footstool. You got paint tubs. Yeah, you can have a paint tub. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, that was a good episode, I think. Um as we said, Davis Jones, good egg. If uh, if there is any golf course, yeah, right. on camera. If there is any golf course managers out there that are um, looking to sort of get ahead with uh, with what has man once said? If you want to get ahead, get, get a, a hat. hat. Yeah, I don't understand it. No, neither do I. But it was a wise man that once said it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that's that. Yeah, if you want to get ahead, contact Davis Jones. Any golf course managers out there yeah. that are looking to. Uh, get some more revenue. I know he said uh, that at the moment that the numbers are sort of flying in the door with golf just coming back, but there will be a slump. So if you want to get ahead, get a hat and contact Davis Jones. Yeah. Um, if there is anyone up. who owns any business and wants to sponsor us or, yeah, mm-hmm. or have any sort of input in here, we can advertise for you. We can get, put something on the wall saying you're, your thing. We could, couldn't we? We've got we've got wall space now. We have we have literal we can put it next to me here. Any any way you want. You can have it in a little little placard. Little stand up. Yeah. Can have it on this table See? here. You tell us where you want your logo and we'll whack it on it. Yeah. If you want it on our polo shirts or something, when we get when we get some. Oh no, those black under armor ones at work. I might just get a couple and get all the logos up. Yeah. We'll look like we're on tour. Yeah, we would. Mm. I'm not sure what tour that would be, but... Yeah, the dance tour. (laughs) (laughs) It makes sense. sense. Another happy episode. Yeah, very good one. What's that, the fifth of the second season? Yeah, episode five, season two. 30. Episode 30. Yeah, of course, yeah, 25 and five. Yeah, yeah, we've... 30 episodes. we've We've got some really good stuff coming up over the next few weeks, so... Stay tuned for that because honestly, some of the stuff is really good. Yep, definitely. That's that. Yeah, that is. Let that. them know where they can find us on social media. Uh, on Instagram, we're plugged underscore golf. On Twitter, we're at plugged golf pod. On Facebook, we're we're just plugged golf. But also join the plugged golf society because that's like we said last week. It's starting to get some real traction. Uh, now the golf courses are open. We're going to sort of contact some golf courses, see see what we can do. Um, we'd like to sort of get an idea of real numbers for that um, because we're, it's something we're definitely going to try and put on this year uh, with some, some of the proceeds going to charity. So that won't be a Celtic Manor, but... No, no, more likely to be very local. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah, we'll be going to Celtic Manor. Where can they find you, George? Uh, I'm on Instagram at Bakes98, B-A-K-E-S 98. I'm on Twitter at GeorgeBaker underscore. Mm-hmm. What about yourself, Cal? Twitter and Instagram at Calstone Street. And that's... Simple as that. Happy Easter, everyone. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers.